This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hey, 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 voice teacher. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much as always for joining me in on these episodes. We are in part three of the Build Your Studio series. Now, if you have not listened to parts one and two, be sure to do that. In fact, I wouldn't normally say to hit pause on an episode, (laughs) but I do kind of feel like it really makes a lot of sense to listen to them, you know, in chronological order. I don't know. I don't think they necessarily need to go in chronological order, but I do feel like it will help you have the entire picture if you do go back and listen to parts one and two. So that is your cue to go and do that whenever you want. Today we are talking about niching down. What a big topic. And here's the thing. You may listen to this episode and be like, this does not resonate with me at all. (laughs) And that is totally fine. Everybody is at a different stage in their business. And so you might be listening thinking, I already have a niche. I know what my specialty is. I know exactly who I help and what I help them with. And I am very clear about that in my marketing. That is awesome. You are amazing. And you may not need to listen to this episode. And that is totally fine. But I did want to make this for those of you who don't feel this way, which is a lot of us. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of us. I didn't feel this way for like the first eight years, I think, of teaching voice lessons. I was Allie Tyler Music Studio for a very long time and I did not have a niche at all. So it's an important conversation to have and it's actually completely inspired by a conversation that I was having with a voice teacher recently. So I was having this conversation with her and she told me that she hated the idea of niching down. I've heard this before, but it just felt very top of mind when she said, no, 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 I really don't like it because it feels very limiting. It feels like I'm cutting people off who I can actually help. Do you ever feel like that? Like niching down actually feels like, ah, no, I don't want to niche down because there's so many people out there who can totally benefit from the thing that I am teaching. I have been there too. And this really got me thinking a lot about this concept of quote unquote niching down, right? Niching down. Even that terminology feels limiting. It feels like we are cutting people off. We are getting thinner. We are contracting, right? Now, this is exactly the opposite of what niching down does. And so in this episode, I want to help us all reframe what this niching down actually does for our business, because truthfully, it has nothing to do with limiting yourself. It has everything to do with expansion. Niching down is actually the way that you expand. If you want to teach students that fill you up and get you energized and excited about teaching every single day, you need to niche down. (laughs) Otherwise, you will continue getting anyone and everyone, including the people you don't really love teaching. This is actually a conversation about boundaries. 
Let's be real. And boundaries is not just with other people. This is about boundaries with yourself. <laughs> this is a really, well, I'm, I'm tangenting right now. This is not in my notes, but this is really, really important. Listen up. This is about you staying accountable with your own self, right? Accountable with the things that you value in your life, accountable with how you want to spend your time, accountable with those projects that you have been thinking about for years and years that you really want to do, but that you've never done, right? How do you do those things? By setting boundaries with others and with yourself. If you want to have a business that's filled with people that you love working with, you need to get clear on who that person is and who that person isn't right? (laughs) If you want to have a life that feels spacious and delightful and healthy and isn't dictated by your student load or your hourly rate, you need to say no to the things that are keeping you from that life. Let go of the guilt of not helping everybody. It's okay. It is okay. There are other people that can help them. Actually, this reminds me of a story and I always think about this. It's one of those, it's one of those moments in your life where you're like, wow, this just totally changed how I think about things. And I feel like it's really relevant. So I'm going to share really quick and I promise it's not a tangent. I went to an event with my husband and it was a really cool event. It was a very like Colorado, hippy dippy, totally in the mountains of Boulder type of event <laughs> where essentially it was sound healing and there was a cacao ceremony and there was ecstatic dance and there was all kinds of really beautiful things. And it was in this incredible location. It's called the Star House. And the Star House is this gorgeous place where, you know, everything about it structurally is just so well thought out, where it is put in terms of like the compass, you know, like this is the north facing room and this is the south facing room and you know how it aligns with the stars and the planets and I don't even know. It's like so well thought out and so gorgeous. So we're at this location, we're sitting in a circle and I am just totally in awe at this point of everything that's been happening around me and clearly the guy next to me is feeling the same way. And he just says this one little thing that I'll never forget. He turns to me and he says, I am so glad that this place exists so that I don't have to build it. (laughs) And it just, I don't know, for some reason, it just hit me in the right moment. But it really got me thinking about the fact that like, we don't have to do everything ourselves. There are other people out there who have the same exact ideas as us, who are going to go out there and make it happen. And they're going to make it happen probably way better than we would have, right? And rather than beating ourselves up, getting in our kind of egoic mind and thinking, oh, dang, they did the thing that I wanted to do, or wow, they did it so much better. That was totally my idea. We go, thank you. I'm so glad you did that. And now I don't have to. And now we can all enjoy the fruit of your labor. Thanks. (laughs) So I don't know who needed to hear that. I don't even know why I needed to put that in this podcast episode, but I just felt like I needed to because it's a good reminder that you do not need to be everything for everyone. There are other people out there who can help the students that you don't necessarily want to help or that you don't necessarily know how to help. 
and that is okay. (laughs) I mean, really, when you think about it, like if you actually just kind of get out of your own way and you think about the fact that a voice lesson is an energetic transaction between you and your student, then you can recognize the fact that if you don't enjoy teaching that student, the student probably doesn't really get a lot out of that lesson. When you don't enjoy it as much and your energy just isn't there, they would actually better benefit from a teacher who does give them that energy. (laughs) So please keep that in mind because your energy matters. Your energy matters. And if you are unsure about what your niche is, you can tap in to your energy. That's what this is really all about because niching down means that you are working in your zone of genius. It means that you're combining your skills and your strengths and your passions and your values and maybe you're adding some different modalities in there and unique concepts that you've thought of and boom, this is your zone of genius and your zone of genius is your niche. Your zone of genius is so much fun because it feels like you're completely present You're totally invested in what's happening. It is flow, right? That is what this is all about. It is flow. You lose track of time. And (laughs) oh, you know those lessons. You know those lessons when you are counting down the minutes. I've had those too. That is not your zone of genius and you are not in your flow (laughs) when that happens. You need to feel like you are in the flow of teaching. Like you know this stuff so well that you could talk about it all day long. You feel challenged by it even. And that makes you excited and eager and curious to learn more. And ultimately, you're going to finish teaching feeling awesome. You're going to finish a full day of teaching feeling energized and so full and fulfilled and grateful and just like, OMG, that was the best day ever. That's how you know. That's how you know you're in your zone of genius. And the best part about being a voice teacher is we can literally work in our zone of genius all the time, like all the time. You don't have to have those students or those days or those afternoons or whatever that just drain the hell out of you. Because again, your niche is your zone of genius. This is what it's all about. This is how you are going to figure out what your niche is, is by really tuning in to those times that you feel like you are totally in your teaching flow. Actually think about this from the student or client side, as if you are your client, right? So if you are a singer-songwriter and you have been dying to get your music out there and feel confident performing your own songs, you're so much more likely to sign up with a voice teacher you saw on Instagram who helps singer-songwriters find their unique voice and break into the music industry, right? Like if you saw that, you're going to be like, yes, that is my person. That is what I want. That is so much more likely to happen than you are to sign up with a local community voice teacher who teaches all ages and all levels and doesn't really have an online presence. Same with aspiring musical theater singers and jazz singers and those who want to learn as a creative hobby but don't necessarily want to perform, right? They are all so much more likely to sign up with the teacher who explicitly speaks to their feelings and their thoughts. Which leads me to the next part of niching down, being able to get that across 
online. So to me, this is actually the hardest part. And the reason why is because it requires such deep internal work and a crap ton of copywriting practice. And here's what I mean. So remember how I just said that I was Ali Tyler Music Studio for a really long time. So that was my jam for probably about eight years. And then I changed my name to The Whole Voice, which was my voice teaching brand. In fact, you can go and hear all about that in the episode where I talk about how to name your voice teaching business. I, as always, cannot remember what episode that is. So I'll be sure to link it inside of the show notes. But anywho, if you've heard me talk about it, you know that I got the name The Whole Voice because singing is a whole experience, right? It's a whole experience between the mind, the body, and the soul. But this was actually the end of so many years leading up to that because when I was Ali Tyler Music Studio and I didn't have a brand and I didn't have any clarity around what my business was, I was teaching everybody basically. I was teaching as young as, I don't even know, six, seven years old, all the way up to 70 years old. I took 90% of my clients through word of mouth, which was great except for those that I didn't really like <laughs> and then I'd end up having to teach them because they were word of mouth and I had all these weird feelings and thoughts about relationships with other parents and it got a little wacky. And then I was driving to all of their houses, if you can even wrap your head around this. So I'm driving to all of their houses in Orange County, which is absolutely massive in Southern California. And I didn't even charge like nearly as much as I should have for all of my driving time. Oh my God, I can't even believe what I was charging back then. But I had to do it because I felt like I had to, right? And I just, you know, I was taking crappy clients who didn't value me, but I was taking them because they were going to pay me my rates. I had students that would terminate lessons the day that they were supposed to pay me for the entire month. I just, oh my gosh, it was awful. It was awful because I didn't have a niche. I didn't have a specialty. I didn't have a brand. I didn't know what I was doing. I just needed money. And truthfully, my business was a reflection of how I felt on the inside, which was all over the freaking place. (laughs) So it really forced me at some point to get clear about first and foremost, who my ideal student was. But then that kind of sparked this conversation around, well, who am I, right? Like what kind of teacher do I want to be? And who do I want to be known as? And what is my zone of genius? This is really what changed everything for me in my business and my life. When I became the whole voice, it wasn't just the name change. It was everything, right? I got really crystal clear about who my ideal student was and what I was helping them with. And then that in return gave me such great students. I had way better students. My student quality was so much better. I had so much more ease in my marketing and in my networking and in my content, right? I had so much more clarity around the type of content that I was putting out. I would put on group classes and be able to have like a specific topic that everybody could jive on because we were all trying to accomplish the same thing. And then that in turn would get me even more clients and more students. And then of course I could create a passive income funnel through my podcasts and courses and bada bing, my current situation, which is where I can book anyone with my brand and my niche that I have already built simply by going into Instagram stories or sending out a couple of emails. And I know that I will always get 
amazing clients who are totally ideal for me, who are going to pay me on time every time, who are never going to, you know, mess with my policies. Like I haven't had issues like that in years, years. I'm not even kidding. Like it actually is a real thing that can happen when you niche down. That's the most amazing thing, actually. I really think about niching down because when you can start marketing your niche and you put language around it and you're displaying it online, you are going to attract amazing clients. And here's here's the best part. Oh my gosh. Here is truly the best part. Going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, where we think that niching down is limiting, right? And we're afraid that we're going to be you know, rejecting people. Here is the very funny thing about marketing your niche. You may think that you are being super specific about who it is that you are trying to attract. You may even put it right in your tagline, right? I help singer-songwriters. I help musical theater artists, like whatever it is. And you would be so surprised the people that end up in your studio who resonated with your marketing, who are not your ideal student. (laughs) And it's amazing. I'm laughing because my very favorite student to this day is a male and he is literally nothing, like nothing on paper, how I would have described my ideal voice student. Yet, for some reason, he looked at my website, he resonated with the message, he came into my studio and I taught him for, you know, however long and he was, oh my gosh, he was my favorite. Like, he stands out to me above all my other students. And again, absolutely nothing like how I would have described it. So it is just very interesting. You know, you would be surprised to see the types of students that come into your life who resonated with that message, even if you felt like you were being super hyper-specific and excluding people. You may not be excluding as many people as you think. So here is actually a couple of questions that you can ask yourself as we're talking about this. Are you afraid of niching down? Are you afraid of niching down? Are you afraid of picking a specific ideal student to work with? And if so, why? I highly encourage you, if this is resonating for you, to go back to episode 43. I actually did write that one down (laughs) because in this episode, we actually dive much deeper into this and how this can kind of subconsciously be prohibiting you from reaching your highest potential as a voice teacher and as a business owner. So here's a couple of other questions that you can ask yourself. And these are actually really good to kind of journal on as well. If you want to, again, try and clarify what your niche is. So the first one is, what do you love teaching about? Who do you love teaching When are moments in your teaching that you feel like that you're in your zone of genius? And what do you want to be known for? So journal on those. (laughs) See how that feels. Because again, niching down. Do we we reframe that? Niching down slash expanding your business. (laughs) Same thing. Niching down as a voice teacher is essential. It is essential if you want to stand out against the sea of other voice teachers, especially in the online world, which is a lot of what we're talking about because that is how you grow your studio business. You got to do it. You got to niche down. In fact, I actually heard recently a really interesting stat, which was that of all the private music teachers, voice teachers make more money 
than any other instrument, than any other music teacher, really. So if that's the case, which is awesome, (laughs) if that's the case, that means we really got to stand out. We really got to tune in to our God-given strengths. Do not get into imposter syndrome Oh, no one's going to want to learn from me. I don't know anything. B.S. B.S. There is so much abundance to be had. There are so many people who will resonate with the way that you teach and you talk and you deliver more so than somebody else. So don't let that crap get in the way. And again, rather than thinking of niching down as narrowing and limiting yourself, right? Think of it as expansion. This is how you are going to be your best self. This is how you are going to attract the best students. This is how you are going to live your best life. It really and truly is. I just went to church there for a second. (laughs) But I really hope that this inspires you to continue doing this work. It is work. It is internal work, but it is the best work that you can do. And if you want to dive deeper into this work and how to really specifically create a brand around your niche in this teaching crazy business world that we are in, you are going to love the third class inside of Amplify. Amplify is the course that teaches voice teachers how to fill up their studio and scale with ease. It is happening live right now as this episode is actually being published, which is so great. It is happening March 2nd through March 16th. Yay. Happy course day. Woohoo. If you are listening to this on the day that we are launching, and if you are listening to this after March 2nd through 16th, that is totally fine. You can still come and join us anytime. What's happening through the 16th is the live coaching experience. So if you are listening to this before March 16th, 2023, try and come and join us for the live coaching because then you can get your actual questions answered. And yes, all of the replays will be available for you and sold as a course. Now, don't forget that if you are a member of the Voicepreneur program, which is the signature program here at the Voicepreneur, you get this entire course and experience for free. So come and join us. It is amazing. There are over 50 voice teachers all over the world. We are building our businesses together and it is, it is such a magical, special community. Seriously, these voice teachers are so awesome. And I am here helping you every step of the way in that particular program. So if you want to learn more, if you want to come and join us, check out the links inside of the show notes, because I really would love nothing more for you to experience the incredibleness that is building a studio business of your wildest dreams. You can do this, my friend, I promise you. And as always, Thank you so much for spending your time with me. Be sure to stay tuned for the final part of this series, which is coming next Thursday. You are going to learn how to make even more money with the students you already have without having to go out and market for even more students. Doesn't that sound nice? So (laughs) come and join us for part four of the Build Your Studio series. And I so appreciate you spending your time with me. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you.